0: The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. Get ready, Turp fans, because it's time for the Maryland Matt Chat. Join us as we talk Terp wrestling with head coach Kerry McCoy and staff. Now, onto the show with your host, three-time National Wrestling Writer and Broadcaster of the Year, Jason Bryant. It's episode 15 of the Maryland Match Chat. Jason Bryant here with you today. Going to be talking with another incoming recruit, Yusuf Hamida. But before we do that, just give you the fans of Terp Wrestling a note that you can check out this show on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or even the mobile app available on the App Store if you're an iOS guy, in the Google Play Store if you're an Android guy. And before we even even jump into the wrestling discussion today, Yusuf, are you an Android guy or are you an iOS guy?
1: Uh, Android all the way. So <laughs> so
0: you as soon as this episode comes out, you'll be going right to the Google Play Store and getting the Maryland Match Chat app.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: See, so my question is, as an incoming recruit, why don't you already have it?
1: uh honestly i didn't know there was an app so i'm sorry <laughs> well
0: that's kind of why we're telling people some people uh, as the technology grows but uh maryland matt chat again episode 15 going to new york actually you've just moved in basically so you're on campus in college park are you here for the duration or are you going to go back home or or are you all moved into the dorms you're ready for college life
1: well right now we are we're just staying in dorms um this is training phase three so i'll be here until uh mid-August and I'll come home for a week and then I'll officially move into my uh my dorm when I come back where I can't really move in right now yet quite yet but um you know we're just we're gonna be moving around a little bit we're gonna be staying with some upperclassmen later on but um yeah we're kind of we're just in some dorms because the team uh the Maryland national wrestling team for Fargo they're training for Fargo here so we're kind of like staying with them and uh you know looking over for them and stuff so we get to stay in the dorms for a little bit.
0: Yeah, you know a little bit about Fargo. That's coming up uh, next week. I mean, you placed out there twice. But uh, before we get into that, I, I, w- I want to get through these pronunciations, first of all. It's it's uh, Mameranek High School, right? Did I say it right? Yes, you yeah, did. Mameranek, because yep. before we started this call, folks, I butchered this thing. And, and I understand, Yusuf, you have kind of a similar story about uh, when you first moved to the area.
1: Yeah, when I, uh, when I first – I remember driving by the high school. I, w- I wasn't in high school. I moved in when I was elementary school. But I remember driving by the high school with my dad. And we passed by, and I was like, Mama Ronak, and he just started cracking up laughing. And I remember that moment very well. But um, yeah, it's definitely a weird, weird town name. (laughs) But it sounds so normal to me because I've heard it so much lately, so...
0: Well, yeah, and then also being on campus there, you know, you, you told me before we started, you're just 17. You don't start. You don't turn 18 until after you're already into your freshman year. I can somewhat relate. I was 17, turned 18 three days later. I get kicked out and said, "All right, you're going to college." So I remember three days after I turned 18, I'm in the dorms uh, down at Old Dominion. But uh, you know, you know, we talk about. Going into college, I mean, are you prepared for college? I mean, what have people told you about getting ready for not just the, the wrestling part of it, but just the fact that you're you're going to be with thousands of people that are going through this experience for the first time?
1: Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of a lot of things from different people. You know, people are telling me it's, it's a different environment, different atmosphere. You know, you don't have parents overlooking you. You know, it's a lot more freedom. But then again, a lot more uh, privileges along with that, with those freedom. You know, it's a lot more work, but it's still be – a Good time, you know, I've heard a lot, a lot of things um if I'm prepared, i am prepared i hope so I mean I guess when i I'm really going to take some time to adjust, and I think this uh being here this summer is really going to be helpful in terms of adjusting to wrestling and lifting life, and as soon as school starts, I think I have a good feel of the campus, which will be great, and I won't be you know wandering around I know where, every, where all my classes are and whatnot. so I think this being here in the summer is definitely going to help me out and get to be ready for you know the coming up uh semester. The school
0: semester yeah with a big school like maryland is i mean obviously you're from from new york and just to give people a, a little geography lesson um a Marinec- just north of the bronx so you're close relatively in pro- in proximity to new york city so i'm guessing you're the big the bigness of of a college campus doesn't quite scare you at all but uh you know high school going from high school to college you're like wait a minute we gotta go to these buildings over here i mean is the campus size going to be something you have to get used to
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I have, yeah, like you said, I live very close to New York City, and I have been there a bunch. I'm say, I can navigate it well, but, um, you know, getting used to just all these different buildings. In you know, high school, you're in one building, going from classroom to classroom, and colleges, it's going to be like one class is probably going to be in this building. You got to walk across this part of campus and go to another building, so, you know, getting used to that. Yeah, I definitely need to adjust to that as I, uh, you know, make my transition here.
0: Yeah, some notes about your high school career. You were a 220-pound state champion this year in, in New York. The first wrestler in school history to accomplish that feat. And I was reading a story as we were researching this, and uh, that, that's a big deal for you. Obviously, it kind of goes without saying, but uh, you know, how big was it for the high school that that you were there first and only?
1: Yeah, you know, it was it was awesome. The high school, you know, they they gave me a lot of. Uh, props for it, you know, I remember actually, this is another little story, when I when I first won the, the state title, you know, our, our school did pretty well in state titles, we had three other state champions, in terms of like team sports, and you know, they would wear their medals, so you know, I wore my medal that upcoming Monday to school, and in every classroom I went to that day, the, the teacher, and I, I know, I, uh, I kind of... Came in a little bit late, I, you know. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, the teacher would like stop class for a second. And everyone just clapped for me. It was like it was a really weird but a great feeling, you know. Like every, I, 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 every class, they um they they clapped me, and you know they made a big deal about it and they gave me a lot of recognition for that. So that felt great, and it felt bit all. It was really awesome just being their first um first state champion for wrestling.
0: Jeez, if they did that at like some of these powerhouse high school programs like St. Edward in Ohio, I mean the the, the kids would never get any classwork done.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: So thirty one and 0 as is a senior you placed in fargo twice uh cadet freestyle you were seventh junior freestyle you were fifth and the the, the breakthrough moment i guess would you consider this a breakthrough moment when you took second at flow nationals it made you realize that I'm ready for the college level, or when was that that kind of breakthrough moment be like hey i I'm pretty good at this sport of wrestling
1: um well, yeah, that was definitely i think uh the second at flow was definitely i think good for it to recruitment, but I think a breakthrough moment um I would say possibly. I mean, placing at cadet, even though it was cadet and at upper weight, it's not as competitive. Um, I think that gave me a lot of confidence saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, think I have something in, something to give in this sport. You know, I think I have something, some potential in this sport. Um, I think that moment definitely uh, going into, I believe, saw, uh, junior year that summer when I placed seventh at uh, cadet Fargo. That gave me a lot of confidence because, you know, people always talk about Fargo and they said, oh, it's the biggest tournament in the world in terms of the amount of people wrestling in it. So that, I feel like that going forward, that gave me a lot of confidence, but um, yeah, definitely as I continued to, you know, place at these bigger tournaments, it just kept, you know, kept the ball rolling. It kind of kept me, you know, I feel like that, but, but I think I basically remember was the first time I actually placed at uh, Fargo, I would say. It was the first time I actually, I think it was my first accolade, my real accolade in uh, wrestling.
0: Yeah. And 31 and 0 as a senior in New York's. Tradition, even though uh, there's still people that rumble about the two classes and whatnot, but you know, you you win a New York State title that that's something that not a whole lot of people get to do because just qualifying for the New York State tournament is still is still a tough thing. And you know, talking about your junior year, I remember reading a story on uh, New York Wrestling News that talked about your junior year. You came in as as a double digit seed. You didn't have a whole lot of competition. This is after that that Fargo season. So you know, what what kept you out of action your junior year?
1: Well, junior year, unfortunately, you know, and uh, actually it happened, it was pretty strange in preseason workouts, like, you know, before the season, I was wrestling club with uh, one of my coaches, and I, I ended up hurting my neck, but I didn't know I hurt it, so, you know, I kept wrestling, and the uh, next two months later, and eventually, you know, when when preseason of the physical wrestling season came along, you know, we started starting to do sprints and stuff, and light wrestling workouts, I started to feel like really bad neck pains, but there was no, there was no sudden, you know, in, big sudden injury, and I went to the doctor, he told me, you know, I had a non-dangerous fracture to my neck, I needed to wear a neck brace for four weeks, and after, the, after those four weeks, I needed to PT for four weeks, and I thought, you know, my season was going to be over, but, you know, the doctor really was very helpful, Physi- the physical therapists were very helpful, and they got me back just in time, I had to get a special note in order to participate in a, the, vi- the post-season, because I didn't have enough matches to even qualify for that. And that's why I end up with that double digit seed. And I had like, I think I had one match before the postseason, you know, so I didn't really have didn't really have much and I wasn't really in the best shape, you know.
0: So did, did that really drive you for your senior year? Obviously, you didn't have a whole lot of matches. You only lost a couple uh, that junior year. But, uh, you know, going in is like, all right, I, I lost the whole season. How much did that drive you for your senior year?
1: Oh, it, it, it drove me so much. You know, I I got I, I was able to you know win a sex title. It felt great, but you know, coming short at states, that was just such a bad feeling. You know, and I that really fueled my fueled my fire. You know, to you know I wrestled at all the Austin tournaments I can get to, in the spring, summer, and fall, and then come the wrestling season, it was all you know, it was all business. You know, I really well, it was a really big for us that uh, state title, and yeah, so that it definitely did drive me to accomplish accomplish things.
0: So how old were you when you started wrestling? I mean, when how did you first discover it?
1: Well, when I started wrestling, not competitively, but just like started wrestling, it was, uh, I believe, in fourth grade. Uh, I got this, like, flyer in the mail for, you know, Tiger, tiger Kids cub, cub Wrestling, they would call it, because, you know, Maronick is the, the mascots of Tigers. And I thought, you know, why not give it a shot? And, like, you know, I, I loved it, you know, first I say something like the Matt. We played a lot of games and stuff. It was really fun. But, you know, fourth and fifth grade is when I started that that young wrestling stuff, and like I started competing in seventh grade and modified, and you know I just fell in love with it. You know people will ask me because I'm pretty tall for the sport. Oh, why don't you play basketball? Oh, There's money in basketball. I'm just like it's not the same. It's just like wrestling is so so fun to me, and, and it just it's just so much better. You know it just, I just I really enjoy the sport.
0: So how tall are you?
1: Um, last time I got measured was six four. People say I, I think I'm little, I might be taller than that, but records show I'm six <laughs> four
0: yeah and I, I mean if you're on that Maryland football roster, you might be probably six 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 seven according to you know, <laughs> how they 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 might fudge the weights in the uh, actually they do it more in the weight department than they do the height department
1: yeah yeah, definitely.
0: So you know when you grow up is you know were you always a bigger kid because I know with with the wrestling experiences I've seen in my 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 kids club uh, you know where I watch where I grew up is you know I, I was a bigger kid so and I'm looking at when I would have come through I didn't start wrestling until I was in high school but I'm looking at the weights and I was always kind of a, a you know a thicker kid so I would look and be like well I would be in that like 140 plus or whatever for for the seventh and eighth grade kids and I'm like well you know the style of wrestling did you did you learn wrestling as a little guy and then get big or were you just wrestling kind of an upperweight style your entire career
1: i think i was wrestling an upperweight style pretty much the whole time i don't think i was ever really like younger i was very tall and lanky but that put me in the higher weights you know i was like a, a freshman i was 170 but i always feel like i i you know adapted upperweight style and you know my coaches always tell me like, i never really cut weight you know i always wanted to go up and weight up and weight um but yeah i think i always try to develop that you know try to wrestle like a bigger bigger person i i guess to say or may maybe actually you know people say wrestling the the bigger upper weight style is it's a little it's like boring, so I try to counteract it you know trying to even move well and stuff because I am taller you know, I'm not maybe um maybe possibly trying to be able to move better i uh, if you, uh anyway, I'm sorry I might be confusing
0: <laughs> uh you're a seventeen year old college bound freshman there's nothing confusing about what you're saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's, it's interesting you bring up the height because uh, one of my questions was going to be talking about wrestling at heavyweight. And, of course, sitting there waiting, uh, laying in wait is Dawson Pack, who transferred in. And he's six foot eight and uh, you are not the tallest guy uh, in the room now, and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, have you had a chance to to think about, you know, uh, you know, working out with Dawson, or what do you think you two are going to be able to, I mean, people are going to have to duck way out of, we're going to need like a mat and a half for you guys to practice.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun, I know, uh, you know, I remember Coach McCoy saying, I can't wait to you guys wrestle, it's like two Giants, so, you know, I think we're going to our styles it'll be it'll be interesting because we, we've always been tall i mean i've always been taller than my opponent so it's gonna be like different to see how he uses his length to his advantage you know when i can't because he'll be tall the taller one so i can't wait to you know start scrapping with him it'll be it'll be fun and, so, and it'll be interesting <laughs> for sure
0: yeah so being just 17 obviously you'll be 18 just you know a week or two into your your college year i guess the plan would be uh, to redshirt right away obviously because dawson's also sitting there
1: yeah, definitely. We we spoke about that a little bit. I spoke about that with the coaches, and they, I think the plan is first year just uh, you know redshirt, develop wrestling, develop, um, you know, physically get bigger as well, and you know focus on academics too. So yeah, plan is to redshirt.
0: Yeah, talking about getting bigger. There is there any any thought in the mind of maybe going down to ninety seven? I mean, what do you typically walk around at?
1: No, nah, no way. I, I mean, I, I'm heavyweight. Uh, I'm right now walking around. I mean, I have put on some pounds, but uh, right now I'm like two two fifty. I would say. You know, walking around, but uh, I think when I want to start working out a lot more i might I might lose some of that fat and hopefully try to gain a little bit more of that muscle, so um, but yeah, right now I'm walking around like two two forty five two fifty.
0: So growing up in New York, obviously Kerry McCoy is kind of a known known project and obviously being an Olympic heavyweight and you know how much did that play into your role knowing it that, that Kerry had a good reputation in New York as an NCAA champion and you know he's been coaching in Maryland and, and has produced good heavyweights. I mean, did did the New York tie with Kerry initially uh draw you to Maryland or what was that whole process And knowing it that, that coach uh, coach McCoy's legacy in New York is is pretty stout?
1: Yeah, that 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 was um awesome. But I think the one of the biggest thing is is him uh, his, his success at heavyweight, you know, I thought that was gonna be very helpful for me, who I, you know, I'm I'm gonna be heavyweight as well. So I I just feel like he knows a lot about the sport, you know, being upperweight too. And you know, he does have a good good connection to New York, so he does do a, a good amount of re- recruiting in New York. So that's how I guess we got um we got in touch. You know, I had my coaches Noom as well. Funny story, my my club coach wrestled him in uh, the state finals, so that was. It's a small world, <laughs> to say the least. But um, so my club coach knew him, you know, and w- he th- he came out to the in New York State as well. Um, senior year, probably I was there junior. Year, I just didn't see him, but um, he came out that year. And but yeah, him being heavyweight and like two time national champion and Olympian as well, like that just like phenomenal. That really drew me in. You know, I wanted to go to a school that not only had good wrestling for all weights, but you know, in specific, he had good. Um, for heavyweights, you know, I feel like he's had a lot of success for upperweights. You know, guys like Sheb Talk, Boley, and uh, um, Myers. You know, that's some, some three upperweight guys, and they they did really well. And I think McCoy did a great job developing them.
0: Now, you talk about heading into Maryland and, and wrestling at the the college level, Maryland now in the Big Ten. Was that, that an enticement right there? I mean, some people look at, uh, yeah, I want to wrestle in the Big Ten. Obviously, it was a big deal for Rutgers. It's been a big deal for other recruits at Maryland. But, uh, you know, w- when you see Maryland in the Big Ten, you're like, hey, is it was that more enticing or was that a little, little bit of hesitation? They're going, wow, Big Ten, really?
1: It, we, well, it I don't think it was hesitation. It was definitely enticing, but it's definitely, you know, Brings that level of competition, that been a level of competition up in, in the room too. I think, and just in general, the competition is a lot more uh, demanding. You know, physically, I feel like you know, Big Ten matches every Big Ten match is gonna be, uh, you know, a grind. And it, but I think Big Ten, you know, it's like the rest, you, you see all these wrestlers, a lot of these wrestlers, you know, placing a national tournament. You know, they're they're doing. There are a lot of them in the Big Ten. You know, big, I think like Big Ten, you know, it's number one for wrestling and probably in some other sports as well. But it's such a competitive conference, and I think if you can do well. Big Ten, you're going to have a great, you know, NCAA. Come is it won't be as, as difficult possibly being, you know, other easier uh, conferences, you know, not having a lot of tough opponents in comparison, you know, to, to this conference. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely an, a bonus for me. You know, I think, you know, Big Ten having that, that tough competition will definitely be helpful when it comes, you know, most part of the season, you know, later on.
0: So when it comes to the recruiting process, uh, you know, Maryland obviously won, won the prize here, but uh, what other schools were you considering?
1: Um. Well, when I narrowed it down, uh, the top my top three was uh Maryland, Pittsburgh, and uh, Minnesota, and I think you know all those schools had very uh I think they good upperweight uh upperweight you know and Minnesota had a good history with upperweights and I think Pittsburgh did, was pretty do, doing pretty well with upperweights as well. So you know those those three schools are really what I narrowed it down to, but I uh, ended up picking Maryland.
0: I'm just gonna tell you I live in Minnesota so I'm gonna say from a weather standpoint I think you might have made a better choice in college park that's for sure
1: <laughs> yeah I, Min, Minnesota is that what they call
0: it uh, they call it a bunch of things I mean I just know <laughs> that you can ice fish like 14 months out of the year up here but no actually no it was like 90 yesterday but yeah oh, you know, wow. you know, as we talk about uh, you know choosing college Park what was what was some of the other you've got the X factors there with with coach McCoy in the room and his his Tradition of developing good upperweights, but what were some things about the school academically and maybe location-wise that 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 maybe basically swayed you to say I'm, I'm going to the University of Maryland?
1: Yeah, you know, well, University of Maryland just overall, it's a you know it's a good school, and you know it being very close to D.C. and Baltimore, and you know, having very good connections for you know possible internships and stuff like that. And um, I know that academic in terms of academic advising and tutoring, it was going to be great here. You know, I heard good things about that. Um, you know, overall, you know, I, I'm looking to go into the sciences. I know Maryland's pretty strong in the sciences. A little, bit, a little bit of research in that. And, you know, I feel like I, I had what I needed to do well. I said put forth the work, you know, uh, in order to succeed for uh, in terms of academics. You know, and that's what, something that also drew me in. You know, I, academics are very important to me. So, you know, some uh, some of the schools that, you know, were contacting me, if they weren't, um, I don't think, were really that, that great academically, I, I wouldn't um, – I didn't consider that school too strongly. So um but yeah, Maryland had the academics for me. So other than that, it came down to you know the financially and uh, wrestling wise if it had the academics.
0: So you say the sciences, what are what are your career goals?
1: Um, you know, I'm between uh physical therapy and maybe like sports medicine doctor. I know that's a long path becoming a doctor, but uh I do like I would like to have a, a job where I you know, can incorporate you know sports into you know some form maybe like healing or you know some trying to help out help out uh others but you know i'm still on the side between those two but definitely i like i like you know sports related stuff you know sports injuries would be cool and all all that stuff so i think that's what i want to what i want to study
0: so outside of wrestling what's your what's your favorite sport to watch
1: um that's that's a good question i think i think basketball is a really exciting sport to watch you know it's very a lot of action it's uh Especially when you go to the the games, it's pretty pretty live, it's rowdy, the crowd. So I think I think basketball is a fun sport to watch. To be honest, I don't I don't follow sports too much, but I like watching basketball.
0: Yeah, so then there there goes my question. Would it be the Nets? Would it be the Knicks for basketball? Would it be the Jets or the Giants?
1: Probably, you know, say say true to my state, I'll probably say New York uh, the Knicks. The New York Knicks.
0: Yeah, what about what about baseball? Mets or Yankees?
1: Uh well I, I grew up in Queens when I was younger, so Mets <laughs>
0: No, we talk about aspirations. You've got the career side of things, but uh from from the wrestling perspective, obviously the Terrapin Wrestling Club is there. Coach McCoy has Olympic experience, as does Coach Eider. Um and that glorious mullet he used to have. You'll hear stories about this thing. <laughs> but uh you know, have you given thought to freestyle uh, after college or obviously the university nationals are, are available after the, the the college season ends, but uh you know, any Olympic aspirations there? I mean, you've you've done well in Fargo at the junior level, junior and cadet level, so any thoughts of continuing your career beyond college?
1: Um, you know, definitely, definitely have considered that. You know, people ask me all the time, oh, do you want to be, why not go for the Olympics now that you want to say it? I'm just like, well, I have to, you know, take that next level, you know, I want to see how, you know, college goes and if I can perform well, you know, on the college level, why not, you know, take that next step and try to perform well on, you know, the, the U.S., you know, the open, U.S. Open and, you know, trying to compete internationally. But, you know, definitely, it's always in the back of my mind to, you know, try to compete possibly like in 2020 and, you know, give it a shot once, you know, my, my uh, college wrestling career is um, complete. But, uh, you know, how, depending on how things go, I, it's definitely something I've always considered, you know, doing freestyle. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, under, under McCoy, and, like you said, you know, trip, trip and Wrestling Club, that'd be that'd be really good, I think.
0: There's a, a quote in a newspaper story that said, you hate losing more than you love winning. Do you think that's the right mentality to have for a wrestler?
1: Yeah, I think you have to I, – I believe in my personal opinion, I think you – have to hate losing more than you love winning in order to one of the things i think to, to be successful i mean i just it's just a burning feeling for me to lose you know I, I do i do really love the wins but the losses just hurt so much and it just makes me never want i just never want to lose you know so i definitely think so
0: <laughs> you know even with state champions when they come into division one rooms i mean there's stories about state champions multiple times state champs coming into division one rooms and, and fighting to get a takedown after you know a week a month a uh, sometimes a whole season against the upperclassmen I mean what do you you got to prepare yourself because you're probably going to take more losses in the first year of competition than you have in your entire life I mean you say you hate losing is is that something you have to prepare for because it's bound to happen not everybody's going to be a kale Sanderson obviously but you know have you have you prepared yourself for that or or how are you going to go about handling uh, losing more frequently than you were used to
1: well you know I'm just gonna go with it you know like as a fresh fresh new play. you know I think Having all those, like you said, you know, there's been multiple times state champions who, you know, maybe not, might not do well on the college level or, you know, they're not used to that, you know, losing. But um, I think that if you just go in there, like you just, like, you know, I don't think they, no one really cares in the wrestling room how, you know, how well you did in high school because that's high school, you know, you're not in a college wrestling room, you know, what you do in college is what matters now. So I'm going to put all that stuff aside and just come in, get my workouts, you know, get, get my hard workouts in and. I'm not gonna act like um, you know better than anyone else. I'm not gonna think, I'm, oh, I want to stay tied. I'm not gonna think higher of myself than anyone else, you know. But um, I think I am prepared for that. I know, I know it's going to be a grind, uh, day in and day out, to, to probably even get it to some takedowns here and there, or you know, trying to win a match against someone in the room or something like that, or just you know, competing in open tournaments, you know, having to face really tough competition. But I, I, I do think I, I, if I go in the right mindset, I'll be prepared for that.
0: Now let's let's get the focus off of losing here. Let's talk about winning because that's what people go to do. They they want to win, <laughs> and uh, you know, say so you do love winning. So, what are some things that uh, you feel that you are going to have to adjust to the most to to start to win matches in college?
1: Um, adjust to the most. I think just living living the lifestyle of a wrestler. You know, just just uh, uh, that's a that's a, tough, that's a tough question. Um, I just think yeah, I really have to separate myself from the competition in terms, you know, a lot of people are working hard, a lot of people, if they, they want to win, a lot of people want to win, say they want to win national titles, but, you know, what it, what are they going to do to separate themselves and do, what, are they, uh, what else, what are they going to do extra in order to, you know, accomplish their goals? You know, all, a lot of wrestlers, you know, a lot of heavyweights or whatever, anyway, you know, they're going to go all their practice and go all the lifts, they're going to work out, but, you know, what are they going to do Different in order to separate themselves and get ahead of the other competition, you know, and that's what something I think I have to get you know, adjust to, you know, possibly you know trying to get extra workouts, trying to do some a little bit extra in order to get ahead of the competition, because you know right now I'm starting from you know, coming incoming freshman, you know, I'm not very high up, I'm not you know very high up in the in the I guess like the the chain or the scale sk- the rankings or whatever, but um I think I definitely have to you know do a lot more. Um, get used to you know that car I know it's very demanding physically and mentally on the body too. You know, it's getting used to all the all the workouts and then you know being tired, but still have to manage my schoolwork and all that. So um, getting adjusted just to just to the the whole wrestling life that I feel like is going to be the the biggest thing in order to succeed and win.
0: Obviously, here in the summertime, and it's it's you haven't had a whole lot of time to really probably bond with your. Uh, soon to be teammates, obviously, as you're there. But uh, you know, have you clicked with any of the incoming recruits already? Uh, guys that are already on the team. Uh, you know, h- how has the rapport been between uh, you and your teammates?
1: Well, you know, right now I'm staying with uh, uh, Brennan Burnham and uh, Ryan Deal. So you know, we're just hanging out, and it, it we're, all, we're all right now. We're just like we're all coming fresh, all wrestlers, we get along pretty well. We all get along well, so it's 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 fun. You know, we went to me and a couple of the you know, guys went to the like a burger joint last night and that was fun. It was just, you know, hanging around and um I think it wanna click well and I'm really excited for our recruiting class to see what we can uh, we can accomplish. And yeah, I know some of the guys, you know, some of the New York guys, you know, like uh Restrepo and Casella from, you know, Fargo and Team New York. I you know, I knew them before we even uh before uh, we all committed to Maryland. So um yeah, I've known some guys and clicked with them.
0: In the time we got left uh, this is typically where we we ask the recruits or or the guests to, you know basically kind of an open forum for shout outs who do you want to thank who helped you get to where you're at i mean so basically uh, open forum for you to kind of just speak your piece on who you like to thank over the years
1: uh okay i definitely say thank you to my uh parents uh thank you to coach uh john deagle and the club Iowa State wrestling definitely helped me get to where i am today also want to thank some older c- club coaches i i guess uh Max Askren and Charlie Branch. Uh, if you they're, they're can listen to this, uh, thank my sister for supporting me too, and thanks to all my training partners and uh, yeah, and anyone, all my friends, anyone who's ever helped me or uh, helped me over the years and whatnot. But um, yeah, definitely.
0: Wow, you got to throw throw Max Askren in there, obviously from his <laughs> the the New York the AWA
1: uh, the, the A-W-A, AWA
0: New York chapter, and then the,
1: you know, uh, quick. <laughs> I don't know if we have time, but uh,
0: plenty of time. Go for it.
1: Okay, I remember freshman year when I used to work out there, and I really wasn't very good at all. And but you know, I did have the work ethic. I, I didn't maybe wasn't the best in him at all. But he pointed out to me freshman year, you know, I bet that kid one day is going to be a state champion. And you know, let alone see come senior year. But uh, I remember him. He, he always believed me. He always thought very high of me, and he followed me throughout. You know, and he would you know shoot me text every now and then. But um, yeah, definitely, uh, he he's one that helped along the way for sure. And um, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a Charlie Branch reference for for those who might remember the name. He was a he's a Virginia guy originally. He was an All American at VMI. was a head coach for a while at Eastern Michigan. Got out of coaching because uh, moved to New York. So uh, I was always wondering what Charlie was up to. So uh, good to hear his name. Uh, him and I have known each other for quite a while. But uh, uh, Yusuf, obviously, the world of social media is fun. So if uh, the Terp Nation out there wants to follow you, what's what's your what's your Twitter? And uh, let's just say, how prolific are you with it?
1: um very, not prolific at all i might even mess it up i think it's uh at y underscore hemi hemi spelled h-e-m-i three uh i guess i can start tweeting more if i'm getting more followers but uh <laughs> i don't tweet too much
0: <laughs> yeah the, the the kids these days like i'm trying to figure out like it, it's strange because i'm like old enough to be your dad which is strange for me uh <laughs> to, to deal with now i'm getting into my mid-30s On like, wait a minute I've I've got I've been to Fargo. This will be my seventeenth Junior Nationals coming up, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm not old enough to be doing that stuff. So, you know, on an average day, what does Yusuf and like to watch on television, listen to music? I mean, I'm not probably going to understand half of this stuff, but go for it.
1: Uh, what I like to watch, um, to be honest, I mean, I'm not more of a TV. I like going on my computer. I guess you know some some funny Vine uh, compilations. You know, like Instagram videos is always uh funny um music wise I like uh, a lot of you know hip-hop like I like I like Kid Cudi also like um some maybe like some dub set I guess like you know Avicii I don't know if you know that name but uh there's a lot of music that I like I just hate country just I gonna around me just please don't play country <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty much yeah that's food I mean and uh that's music and uh yeah tv but I don't really watch too much tv
0: I'll tell you this from experience. I hated country going into college and, uh, there, there will be a time where you will have to listen to country music and you don't want to. Yeah. But, uh, I- yeah. <laughs>
1: not looking forward to that
0: yeah especially when when a senior is driving the bus to the van and be like uh, yeah I'm sorry Yeah, the cowboy <laughs> boots and all that I, the dubstep you had me lost on I, I'm familiar with the Vines and I was actually watching some uh, some RKO Vines the other day because the whole uh, the, the Penn State thing with uh, yeah, yeah. Jason Nolfe and Zane Rutherford made me remember the RKOs so uh, if yeah. you don't know what we're talking about don't worry about it these kids have their own uh, own, <laughs> own terminology these days but uh, Yusuf I'd like to thank you for coming on the program and best of luck to you in College Park for the rest of your career
1: Yep, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.